0: Emma and I'm Maddie, and this is the Content Creatives podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. So, if you are interested in becoming a content creator or influencer, this podcast episode is for you.
1: But before we get started, let's do our question of the day, which is, "What is your favorite place on Earth?"
0: Oh my gosh! So this is a this question. I feel like there's so many places I could point out and so I think the direction I'm gonna go is I will share one of the favorite places I've ever visited Ooh. and so um, when I was 14 we went back on a family vacation to the Philippines and we visited Barakai and my oh my gosh it's kind of a roundabout my mom lent her friend money to like get help her get her resort started and her friend was like oh if you ever want to vacation out here you guys are going to have to stay at our resort and so we we did stay at the resort but it was like it was unbelievable if you guys have never heard of boracay b-o-r-a-c-a-y highly recommend googling it i mean it's like white powder sand beaches they actually had to close it down for a few years because the tourism got so bad and it got polluted and they had to like rehabilitate like the, the the surrounding areas and now it's beautiful again and they've like Helped you know, kind of clean it up. But when I went, when I was fourteen, I was like so confused. I was like, "Where are we going? Like, why is this taking so long?" (laughs) We had to fly to another island, and then then we had like another whatever. I it felt like a five hour car drive. I don't know if it was actually five hours. Yeah. And then we had after we like were in the car for like hours. Then we had to get on a boat to get there, and I literally was like, "Is this place?" real like where are we going yeah I, you know when you're like kind of a sassy teenager you're like
1: excuse me what what's that what's that movie are we there yet oh yeah <laughs> that's
0: exactly that and then we got there and I remember getting off the boat um and it I, when I say boat you guys I literally mean like the wooden boats you'll have to also google this in the Philippines it's not like a a boat with like I don't know explain it it's not like a yacht or anything like you take a small boat to the island and then I remember getting off of it and I looked around and I was like, Oh my God, this is beautiful. It was like, I felt like I could pick it up and let, take it home as a picture it was beautiful so that's
1: so cool that's probably yeah
0: it's amazing so probably one of my favorite places i've i've been to for sure how about you i'm
1: so jealous i want to go to the philippines so bad for those of you guys who don't know i'm a quarter filipino and i've literally like i've met a few of my like filipino family members obviously when they travel over here but i've never been and i want to go so bad and that sounds magical we should do a trip yeah
0: we can we can Mm
1: -hmm. when everything opens back up We'll first place we'll no probably not the first place we have a lot of different places we need to go but for me i think mine is definitely ireland i just i love it it's so beautiful like everything for those of you guys who don't know i was supposed to get married in ireland obviously didn't happen with everything but god it's just magical it's beautiful like there's castles literally just like littered around just i mean it. Sam likes to point out, technically, they're not castles, they're estates, but they're just beautiful. They look like castles. They're absolutely stunning. Like, everywhere you go is beautiful and, like, down to the small towns that you can stay in. So, I just, I love being in Ireland. I'm really looking forward to hopefully going back this summer, fingers crossed. I really don't think it's going to happen this summer, Mm -hmm. but I'm putting it out in the universe. We're manifesting it, so...
0: Hopefully this year,
1: we'll see what happens. So, you guys will have to let us know what you, uh, what your favorite place on Earth is on the Instagram or podcast Facebook group. So let's go ahead and get started in today's episode. So basically, one of my most recent TikToks, I posted a video sharing that at thirty-seven thousand followers, I'm charging almost two thousand dollars per Instagram post. And one of the most frequent questions that I got on the post was literally just how. Like, I was like, ask me anything. And everyone just said, like, how (laughs) How did you do it? And so we figured that the best way to answer this was just to start from the beginning and basically share how to become or how to get started as an influencer or content creator, especially because we've been doing this for years now. And I don't think that like either of us did all five of these steps when we first started. I think we definitely learned a lot along the way. So this is kind of what we wish we had known. There's been a ton of trial and error, lots of questions, plenty of hours spent researching. So today is really just what we wish we knew when we first started. And if you're interested in learning More about how we actually started, we recommend going all the way back (laughs) to the first two episodes to learn more about our respective journeys. Both of us did an episode on how we got started, Um, but these are the tips that we have to
0: recommend. So let's get started. All right, you guys. So if you're interested in becoming an influencer or content creator, or you're just it just hit your radar and you're trying to determine whether or not you should do it, step number one is to find a topic you're passionate about. And so this could be a niche or it could be several topics, but when you're starting your career as a content creator or an influencer, this is one of the most important things to know going into it, especially if you have dreams or passions of, you know, building up a side hustle one day or pursuing a creative career is to take a step back and know and understand what you're going to be talking about. This job is more than just posting pretty pictures and you've probably heard us talk about this over and over again here on the podcast. You have to know what topics you want to cover and why. Obviously, this will this will be the most successful if the topic you're passionate about um, and it's you're also knowledgeable about. The most important thing to remember here is that your passions can change. Plenty of creators pivot their niches over time. Um, and actually we have to do a separate podcast episode on how to successfully pivot niches. But no matter what your niche is starting off, the key to starting off successfully as a creator is to have a consistent niches or content pillars that you're speaking to. So personally, you guys, when I started my blog and my Instagram, In 2014, during my senior year of college, my intention was just to do a fashion and style blog. And fashion and style is still really important to me, but over the years, as I've grown and evolved as a person and have had career changes, right, my niches have also shifted. And so, one thing I always kind of talk about is that for a while I mean, a year and a half or so I talked about Career tips I talked about you know literally like life in corporate America finding a mentor because that was where I was at in my life and that was something I was interested in learning how to navigate my career at least um yeah within corporate America but then over time I realized that I was having a lot of fun talking about being an influencer and content creator and I started sharing Instagram tips posing I mean I remember making writing my one of my first posing like blog posts which was like I think, like, how to pose like a fashion blogger 12 poses you can try.
1: Oh, baby Emma, I, I want to see that blog post. It's
0: 2017. I'll have to reshare it. But, um and I remember how excited I was. And I was like, oh, wait, like, this is something I'm really excited about. So, again, you guys, 2014, started off in fashion, talked about my career probably between 2017 and 18, even again, a full year and a half. And then now in 2021, I will say, like, I consider myself a fashion lifestyle blogger, but my content pillars are content creation, fashion and travel. So that's why you guys get to see, um, you know, the Instagram places or new photo locations like around the different cities or in Seattle that that we're visiting. So, so Yeah so
1: fun I know it's so crazy to see how things pivot over time and I think that's like the biggest thing too is literally like again I think it's gonna be great to dive into this in a whole separate episode about how to pivot niches successfully but God I've been all over the board and I remember when I first started I I started like taking Instagram seriously like 2016 but I didn't really start a blog and be like okay I'm gonna have a topic to focus on until 2017 and oh my gosh I think I showed you this last like I think I showed you this like a week or so ago maybe I didn't but my very first uh post about like oh, yeah, yeah madcrane.com and if you look at I actually did a blog post related to this topic that I recently posted so if you guys go and look at it but oh, I posted my very very first like I am a blogger this is what I'm doing I'm taking this seriously post um and it was just a screenshot of my blog which was literally just a picture of me in the mountains in a lake being like satisfying mad travel craze because <laughs> I was trying to make the username make sense. It was horrible. It was awful. Like I just, I wanted to do, I did love, you know, like the We Are Travel Girls-esque like content. I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was so cool, but it's definitely not a type of photography that I'm super familiar with or comfortable with even to this day like while I love and admire it it's just not something that really comes out in my photos I think I'm definitely more of a portrait style photographer um I and colorful like I just think that's my style um but it took me a little while to figure that out I was trying to justify my name and so I said mad travel cravings is how I'm gonna do it um and I just I I said it was gonna be a travel blog and started to pl- post places around the U.S. Or, or, or not even the U.S. around Seattle I was mm-hmm. just like here are, like cool places that I'm visiting this summer. I pivoted real fast away from that. Um, Let me tell you, that is not at all what I am doing anymore. Obviously, I still love traveling, but if you go to my blog, like, that is not, like, the we are travel girls-esque stuff is not at all what I'm posting right now. My niches and my content pillars are content creation ideas and tips, blogging tips, and like that combined with like how to do this as a side hustle when you're not doing it full time, and then also self-care tips. So these are like actually my three content pillars that I try to speak to on a regular basis, and I'm able to fit my passion for travel and creating beautiful travel imagery still into like the content creation ideas and tips pillar but it's it's not the focus of my content and like again you guys can pivot but it's so important to have that starting place so that you know what you're speaking to so that you have something consistent to call back to it also makes creating content like
0: way easier so much easier and I will say like you guys will and you guys have probably seen people saying like no I can't I can't just have one niche like I can't be limited to that and it's like no you don't we're not saying you have to yeah. be limited but at the same time you guys also have to know it, it's all about like what your intention is right like if your intention is just to have something fun that you can hop on once a week and post something whatever you want then like that's totally fine but there are creators who start their instagrams and their blogs with the intention to build a community and mm-hmm. grow their audience and so it, it's kind of just checking in like where you're at and like what what you're interested in and the only and then with that i also want to say right like yeah i guess you technically don't need a niche but you need people to be able to open up your page and understand what you're creating content about and know what to
1: expect yeah that's what i was
0: gonna say so it's like you know if you're passionate about plants right like you could take that so many different ways you could do house plants you could do gardening right you Mm -hmm. could literally just do flowers but no matter like what that interest is right like let's just whatever you pick just make sure like at a glance people know what you're what you're creating content about
1: Yeah, because it gives them a reason to follow you. Like if you're taking it seriously and like you're serious about growing your business and growing your community, having something that like people understand when they go to your page, they can expect from you is a reason for them to hit follow. Mm -hmm. If like getting to know you as a person is something that they'll do over time by following you. But unless you're a celebrity, it's normally not the case. Like unless like you have like a bunch of friends that are following you or whatever that might be, or if people know you for a reason from like some something and they follow you because they want to know more about you um a really great way to kind of fill that in is to just have like something that you're talking regularly about i love the plants idea plants is like a, a big one. Oh yeah yeah plants is a huge niche so if you love
0: plants so many ways right you could you literally could just do indoor apartment plants or you could go the opposite way and like starting your first garden so many yeah. like that's one niche and then you can like layer in All those other interests, if that's something too. By the way, I I do not have a plant Instagram. This is just (laughs) what I've observed. (laughs) What I've observed.
1: I like Emma's plants. You should start Emma's plants. I'd 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 follow you there. Maybe. Yeah. So you're going to be a plant page. But seriously, like it's just easier for if you're growing a following, like people have a reason to follow you, and like if you give them that reason easily and upfront, and they know what to expect from you, that's all the more reason for them to follow you and help you grow your following and your audience maybe a little bit faster. Then step number two is to define your ideal audience and where they are. So perfect transition. You're trying to look for people who are trying to like they follow you for a certain reason. So kind of backtrack now that you know what you want to talk about. It's super important to understand who you are talking to is your ideal audience. You know, woman 25 plus focused on growing their careers. I was thinking about you when I wrote that. I, <laughs> I was like, that's what she (laughs) Or is it people who are passionate about creating yummy food? Is it people, you've talked about this one a few times, who are passionate about ping pong? Mm Mm-hmm. It's it, true. Literally, you can be. Are they passionate about plants? Once you understand the kind of audience that your message speaks to, it's going to help you not only understand how to get your message across, but also how to build your audience. So, essentially, knowing your audience means that you're going to be able to grow by engaging with them on social platforms like Instagram. If you're not sure where to start, try looking at creators who are in a similar niche as you and look at who is engaging and com- engaging with and commenting on their content. That'll give you a good idea for. kind of audience that you are speaking to as well and you can just keep that in mind when you're creating your content writing your copy everything like that you have an ideal audience in mind so it's a lot easier to write those things when you know who you're speaking to and then once you know who your audience is try to understand where they are. So I don't necessarily mean location. I think that can be important in some niches, but more so where they are in social platforms. For example, a blog, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, really just finding where the people that you think will engage with your content the most are the most active on will help give you a good idea on what platforms you can get started on. I do want to call out. We've talked about this a few times. Don't do something just because you think that's like where like if you hate writing, don't
0: Don't write the blog. blog. Yeah.
1: Like don't get on there just because you think that's where people are going to be. You'll get burnt out real fast, but it's just it helps give you a good idea of where you could start and you can eliminate from there. But just... Just understanding where your audience is is going to be really helpful for you.
0: Yeah, I I, and this is something you guys, I kind of understood who my audience was because part of it was like, well, I'm creating content that I'm interested in. Right. So I'm assuming that as a new grad, you know, out of college, starting, you know, a corporate career, these are the people that I can relate to and Mm -hmm. people are probably looking for at the time again right career tips like this and so even just like starting to reflect on like where you're at or maybe where you were at so going back to kind of the plant example if you pick plants as a niche and then you pick indoor plants specifically for apartments with low light how you talk to that audience is drastically different you're probably going to like use different things like just Again, I'm actually I probably should stop using this as an example because I actually don't understand plants. But like my (laughs) assumption is right, like the type of plants you would be highlighting for apartments with not a lot of natural light is going to be different if you were a gardening account. Yeah. So sorry. I would assume so, too. Yeah, that's my assumption. Okay, if you're a plant. influencer, you can let us know. Send if us an email. I <laughs> feel like
1: you're completely <laughs> off. I was actually doing a clubhouse chat talking about like pivoting niches and I like brought up fishing for whatever. No idea where that came from. I'm no dead. clue. And I just started about fishing and I was like, I'm so sorry. I, I actually have no idea where to go from here because I don't know anything about fishing <laughs> and I'm not sure how to talk about this in a comprehensive way. But seriously, it's, it's just important to understand. And it, again, you will speak to them differently. Like, For the different reasons, like for Mm -mm. us, like knowing our audience is just really helpful when creating our content.
0: Yeah. All right, you guys. So step number three is to define your goals and... Also, take a step back and define your idea of success. So now that you've picked a topic or a niche that you'll be discussing on your platforms and you've thought about your ideal audience, it's important to take that next step and define what your goals are within content creation and within your influencer career. When determining these goals, I recommend focusing less on vanity metrics. Um, So vanity metrics, you guys, like as an example, you're saying or your goal is, I just want to hit 100,000 followers or I want a thousand likes per post or you know so so followers and likes those are just the vanity metrics and more on actually building out and improving your skills as a content creator it's also important to understand how you define success so that you can celebrate victories as they come and understand what you are working towards. So, if you're unsure where to start, I recommend listening to this episode of the Content Creatives Podcast: Five Blogging Goals to Set for Yourself. Um, we dive into the five goals you can set if you're looking to get started with this. Um, we talk about what do you want to do for your audience. We discuss what skills you want to learn as a blogger. We also talk about habits and routines you wanna set as a content creator. We also talk about key metrics you want to focus on as well as financial goals. And if you want to dig deeper, I actually outlined a whole goal setting course for this um, to help you you know, outline and set your goals as a creator
1: highly recommend this course it is fantastic <laughs> Emma and I like she show it's just it's fantastic because it's so important like as a creator to know your goals and understand like what success means to you and we've talked about that in a previous episode too um but really knowing like what you're going in because I remember when I first started this was my biggest mistake just well I, I've probably said there's a lot of things that are my biggest mistake but this is one of them like really like I was just after I was like well I just got to get followers like that's how I'm gonna I do. know just, I
0: remember being like I just need to hit 10k
1: yeah, exactly. I was just like, once I hit 10K, I'll be happy. And then you hit 10K and you're like, oh, but this person has more. Like, if you're focused on vanity metrics like that, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the reason we put key metrics you want to focus on in part of the goals to set for yourself is because those, like, metrics are important, but understanding that those shouldn't be how you define success and saying, like, once I hit 10K, I'll be happy and successful. Once I hit 50K, I'll be happy and successful. Like, because you'll recognize. You, you're going to get burnt out real easy yeah. if that's all you're looking at. Because it takes a lot of time. Like it took like years for us to get to like 30, 40K. Like, it, yeah. And
0: it, just like years of being. But here's the thing, you guys, like why we're saying to define your goals. We wouldn't be where we were today if we didn't take yeah. that time to define our goals. Right. Like for us going into 2020, a really big one for Maddie and I was to build community. And so we thought, like, launching a podcast would be another way we could connect with our audience and continue the conversation about being an influencer and the stuff that we've learned. And I think for the most part, like, we've achieved that goal and we're continuing to build on it. But, like, again this is if you're this is the first episode you guys are tuning in first of all welcome but also know like if you listen to us on the first second episode we're like just figuring it out right but we're defining that goal we're defining you know what our idea of success is and then continuing to execute consistently and showing and show up for our audience so exactly
1: and as cheesy as it sounds like intention setting is really important like emma talks about this like a lot in like her course but also just like whenever we chat like setting those intentions and like putting them out in the universe is a really great way to help you work towards your goals and there's data behind like people who set goals and actually write them down being more successful because they know what they're working towards and they know what they define as success and when they hit those goals like it's just all the more motivating to go toward the next thing so there's a lot of data behind that and i we set goals like along the way and i really wish this is something I had done right when I started because I really think that would have helped me a lot more and like relieved a lot of stress because God, it was stressful in the beginning yeah. I was just like I just want to hit like I'm, my post is tanking blah 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 but we can talk about that stuff later I just I think it is really important to have those goals and it's a really great foundation to build off of and then that leads to step number four which is start creating and posting content and remember to be consistent so let's review what we've done so far so if you're at step four that means that you have already won found a topic you're interested in in. Two, define your ideal audience. And three, understand how you define success and have started to set your goals. So now that you've built a foundation, you are ready to start creating and posting your content. Just remember that one of the most important things when posting is consistency, especially when you're first starting. And this will take a lot of trial and error. Like you don't, don't expect to be posting every single day up front. I remember that was an expectation for me. And I, again, burnt out real fast. Like, and I do think it helped with my growth, but I don't think it was worth my mental health. Like, those were some draining years. Um, I have tried everything from one blog post a month and posting every day on Instagram to two blog posts a week and only posting three to four times on Instagram. It's just important to take a look at your schedule and see what makes the most sense for you. It's important that you are consistent, though, so that your audience knows what to expect from you, especially when they're first starting out. Like, if they're constantly looking for, like, new ideas and, like, know that you are posting every single day, that could be a motivator motivator for them to follow you like as opposed to if you post like once every two weeks yeah that might not be like the consistency that they're looking for so again it don't feel like you have to post every day that is not what consistency means consistency just means if you are posting once every two weeks that's a consistent thing for you it's not I post three times like I post every day in one week and then I don't post for two weeks and then I post once and then I don't post for two weeks, and then I post three times. Like, a great example is, like, I can't remember what YouTuber this was, but he is um – if you watch Cody Ko on YouTube at all he's like I think he's so funny but he has this video kind of making fun of this blogger and I think the video was like he calls Cody Ko calls it blue ass water and it's basically just talking about this creator who I mean his video went viral because he was just talking about his life and how he's just gotten to travel and how his life is so cool and awesome and amazing and he was like I'll be posting a video every day to show you guys my journey and he never posted again And it's just, like, that is not consistency. So, like, when we say consistency, we don't mean,
0: like, grind and, like. Yeah, you don't have to, like, again, it's all about taking a step back, looking at your schedule and your capacity. And then also, like, thinking about, like, where your energy is at. Mm Because I think one thing for us, right, like, it's easy not easy i shouldn't say that we do there is work right but like when we show up to record we're excited about the topics we're talking about right like we're like okay yeah we're talking
1: about it before we're like this is gonna be such a great episode gonna be awesome
0: (laughs) yeah so it's like when you have passion and excitement and energy around what you're talking about and this is this is going back to like number one right finding a topic you're interested in and passionate about it just makes it so much easier to create Mm -hmm. content so um yeah i would say like It might sound scary at first, like, I need to be consistent. But like, if you found something that you're excited about, it probably won't be as hard as you think. Yeah, it'll make it
1: a little bit easier. And just like, start slow. Like, if you want to start posting like once a week and that's your starting point, that's totally fine. Be consistent for your audience. If you start to post more once you get more comfortable, again, totally fine. Figure out the things that you're passionate about. Figure out exactly what Emma said, where your energy levels are at, and that's going to help you so much along the long run instead of just burning yourself out and saying, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore because that's so easy to do. So just stay consistent in a way that's healthy for you. And then when you are creating the content, remember to bring value to every post and Try to call back to your niche and content pillars if you're struggling on what to post. Like, again, like we said, people want to know what they can expect from you when they go to your page, and being able to call back consistently to those things in your content not only makes it easier for people to want to follow you because they know what to expect, but it also makes it a lot easier for you to actually write the content. Like, if you don't know what to put in your caption, you're just like, oh this is actually like my, like this is my niche or these are my content pillars or these are the things that I'm passionate about. Again, you don't have to like, you don't have to like strictly define it down to your content pillars and your niche when you start, but just understanding the thing that you're talking about, it makes it so much easier to write captions because you can just think about like that topic and talk about it.
0: I know like, so you guys, like an example of this, right? Like how, if you're excited about specifically like beauty, right, so say- the Sephora sale just happened and you picked up your three favorite things and you picked up sunscreen, mascara, and a new liquid foundation, right? Like that's three posts that you could create right off the bat. Easy. It's like, okay, you guys, this week, I'm going to be talking about what my Sephora stuff is. Um, And then on Monday, you do the IG stories. On Tuesday, you share the mascara in feed and you actually go a little bit more in depth, right? You talk about You know, if you like how the mascara goes on, if it actually lasted throughout the day, if it flaked off, then you don't post on, you know, the following day. And then but then the next day you post about, you know what I'm saying? So does that make sense, you guys, like that use your niche and your enthusiasm and your passion for whatever that topic is. And then like start to like break it down on how you can use that and fuel yourself to be more to be consistent i hope that made sense no
1: that's i mean i think that's a fantastic example because i think a lot of people try to cram a lot of content into each post and that is not necessarily what bringing value means that is such a great example because it's like you went to sephora and you did one haul And like, I think a lot of people will just be like, here's my Sephora haul. But if you're able to break it up and individually review these items and then even sum it up at the end of the week and say, here are the three products that I talked about. Here's my favorite. Here's why. Or I love them all for different reasons. Like, you can absolutely break those things up. I think that's one big thing I've learned over the course of the years, too, is I used to think I had to fit everything into each caption. And each caption had to be almost its own blog post, when in reality, like... I can take my blog post that I've written for the week and break that up into three, four different like Instagram posts where I'm like speaking about pieces of it because I'm bringing individual pieces of value and then bringing it all together in the blog post. We've taken our blog posts and written podcast episodes based off of them. Like you can take things and create so many different pieces of content. Like we've talked about this in previous episodes, but do not feel forced to squeeze so much value into each blog post or each Instagram post that you are draining your energy. Yeah. Because you can totally break it up and that is still bringing value every day. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you are trying to figure out what to, you know, what to post about, we also did a episode of the content creatives podcast, which is five guiding questions to help you generate content ideas. So you can always scroll back to that one, too. That might be helpful if you're struggling with things to come up with.
0: All right, you guys. So step number five is to keep learning. It's important to remember that this industry is constantly changing you guys. Every year, new apps like Clubhouse or TikTok are emerging and Instagram is consistently releasing new features like reels or guides. Creators uh, have to evolve and with their audience and engage with where their audience is at, right? And so I think one thing, I actually wanna share a really quick story. So I remember when I hopped on TikTok we talked about this in Karya's episode and it was pretty early on still I was like trying to figure out like what to do with the app I thought I had to do dances and I remember you know, I remember everyone was just like that's a dancing app I'm not gonna get on and do dance I know and I was like it's not I, I'm trying but then I remember pulling Karya in right and for her right like who I can't believe that like that one conversation where I was like you should just download this app yeah like download it and just like try it out and she was like testing things out and like now she has like 180,000 followers on it well
1: girl we talked to Tori too in this podcast remember Tori from her first 100k and she was like I don't know that I want to get on TikTok do you remember she was like I don't know now she has over a million Million followers followers and is literally on track to become a seven-figure business this year because of TikTok
0: so insanity so (laughs) you guys as creators right like you have to not you have to, and you find that if you are passionate and interested in the topics you're talking about, right? Like you also will find that energy and that excitement to like try other platforms, like where your audience is and evolving. And as you gain experience as a content creator, you'll also just learn involve. By just doing what you're doing right (laughs) there are so many things to understand at first but the important thing to remember is to keep asking those questions and keep doing the research and know that no one starts as an expert no okay what you're hearing what maddie and i are talking about like this is years and you guys have heard this years of like what we've learned now we are recording and sharing it with you guys but like when we started it was like nothing (laughs) <laughs> what <Do> nothing? <laughs> what what? Like hashtag? Like we didn't even like. What are you talking like? Hashtag like, what, Sorry, what are you talking about? Like yeah. tagging your location? Like content pillars? Like none of this stuff was a thing. So, anyways, you guys, as creators, keep learning, keep growing, keep evolving. That's just like something that will help you within your creative career um and yeah we just want to remind you guys that like it can be very overwhelming when you're first starting out but pick that one thing you want to learn that year right i in 20 was that 2019 again you guys i'm sorry if i blend everything 2019 i literally or oh, 2018 it must have been 20 no it was 2019 i was like i need to learn pinterest i've ignored mm, it yeah. and it took me like a full year Of like experimenting with Pinterest. And I didn't, I mean, by the end of that year, right, like I had hit like a million like monthly impressions and I was driving way more traffic on my blog. But I was sitting there, you guys, like the beginning of 2019 and I was like smiling. I was like, oh my God, I have to figure out how how to do do this. this. (laughs) Well, if you guys have like, if you've listened to like
1: to this podcast, like start to finish, You have literally heard my Pinterest journey. I was like, I really need to get more active on there. Like I was like haphazardly posting, but I was just like, I really need to get more active on there. And you can literally hear Emma be like, Girl, do it. Like, (laughs) here's the resource that I used. Here's what you and I like Emma literally convinced me to get back on it. And I like it's taken me some time. It's probably been a year now since I started that journey because it was like pretty soon into when we started the podcast. And like I was also able to grow to in the millions. Like it like it takes time it took me like the full year to understand what I was doing and like I had the help of people who like luckily helped me and introduced me to resources like the like ebook that Emma talked about and then the Tailwind app that I've been using for a while like talking to people and like learning from them has really helped me and now I've brought on this whole new thing that I'm doing for my business the podcast was a whole new thing that we started we didn't know anything Anything. you guys
0: like. I wait. Okay, so and you guys will learn this as you diversify your brand across platforms. Pinterest and Instagram are one hundred percent different companies. Oh yeah, different algorithms, different behavior. It's just different. A podcast, one hundred percent different from a blog. Right? Yeah. Like, it's just like I mean, yes, we can repurpose content across all these platforms. But you, as a creator, you have to learn how each platform works yeah so starting out and i think like a lot of people were like well you already had like an established like you already had an established audience so when you started your podcast you already had like i was like okay forty thousand people are not listening to this podcast not yet not yet we'll get there we'll (laughs) get there but like that's not like a and we've talked about this my audience five percent of my instagram audience converts to blog readers Mm -hmm. the rest of my blog readers come from pinterest and google right so it completely separate and just because you have an established platform here doesn't mean you have an established platform there even with TikTok, I w-
1: oh yeah no I I don't think a ton of people came over from TikTok I think it's been like a whole new audience which has been great and then some people do transfer over to audiences which is fantastic like that means that they really resonate with the stuff that you're doing and I've had people message me on Instagram saying I found you on Pinterest or tag me and say yeah. I found you on Pinterest but that's not a hundred percent of the audience like it's a small number that trickles over so it it takes a while to bring on all these platforms don't look at creators like Emma and I and say I need to do all this now because. You learn this over time. Take them on when you're ready to take them on and you have the capacity. Keep learning different things. It doesn't even have to just be about content creation. It can be about the business side. Mm -hmm. Like, we learn from each other to start charging more. And, like, Emma has taught me so much about, like, charging what I'm worth and, like, listening to creators on the app encouraging me to charge what I'm worth like if you had told me like two years ago that I'd be charging almost 2000 an in Instagram post I would have laughed at you yeah. like I was like there's no way but we learn by like continuing to research continuing to like, the, like one of the last episodes we did reading like influencer reports that companies like let out like it's important to continue to do your research follow creators who are talking about things like this and like you're you're already doing that first step by listening yeah, to this podcast listening. look at you go you're already on step five, you guys. (laughs) Okay. So before we wrap up today's episode, we did want to leave you with one bonus tip, which we kind of just alluded to a little there, which is to find a creator to learn and grow with. So Emma and I talk so much about content creator and influencer tips together that we literally started this podcast. Yeah. Like I remember we were in the car on the way to Leavenworth, like shooting our December content. And we were just Chit chatting, and like we had so many things to say. Like, you can tell Emma and I are so passionate about this. Like, in the car, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, do you see this creator? She's way undercharging. She can charge more. <laughs> and like, we would just get so passionate about it that we were just like, we should just
0: talk about it <laughs> talk about, yeah
1: like w- might as well like put this like put these conversations that we're already having out there for people to listen to and talking with each other has just helped us grow and learn so much in the time that we've known each other talking to other creators and influencers that we know I've learned so much from the different people that I know so if you're able to find a content creator or influencer friend in your area that you're able to connect with or even not like I there's so many creators that I just chat with via dms yeah I'd say the biggest thing is though like don't like I wouldn't message someone and just be like, give me advice. You owe me advice. Like, I've had people do that. And I'm just like, A, I don't owe you anything. Like, I am here, like, as a creator. But I'm putting out all these resources so that people can have those answers. Like, that is my way of answering the questions. Like, I just simply don't have the time or capacity to respond meaningfully to all of those. Like, I can send you, like, some of my stuff, but, you know, like, I I just don't go to a creator demanding information because it has taken them years and years of practice and research to get to the point they're at now. But do reach out to people and, like, try to network. Like, try to build relationships and, you know, like, comment and, like, Show that you appreciate the work that they're putting out there.
0: Yeah, I will say right, like I think one thing that's and part of it is because I do talk about money on Instagram, uh-huh. which I know is not the norm for a lot of fashion and lifestyle creators. And like I'll have people be like, Hey, what should I be charging? And I'm like, Okay, hold on. Yeah, like there's uh, a lot that goes into it. Like so much that goes into it and like just asking a person blindly when this is the first time I've ever seen you in my inbox is kind it just not that it's off-putting i mean i i get it like people just want to know but Mm -hmm. part of it is like i don't even have a relationship with you i don't even know like like what's the range you're even charging at now and are you asking for a campaign and there's so many variables within the campaign and so um yeah i would i will say like you can find a creator friend but just like think about your approach right like how would you want to be approached as a creator trying to build community and um i think like one thing again right when the world opens up right but like don't be afraid to like i don't know host a coffee again when everyone's vaccinated the world opens up everything yeah. <laughs> all, all that stuff but like i mean and you have to gauge your own comfort level and every city is different but you know what i mean like it could even be like uh, that was one thing i was doing before the pandemic right yeah. like going and meeting coffee with other people and like that's how i've met some of like my content creator friends and there's some people I stay in touch with there's some people I don't there's some people I cheer for from afar but like you know that's just like actually being interested in building genuine connection I think will help you in your journey becoming a content creator and influencer so
1: yeah definitely i think i remember i don't think we met i think you had like posted about the coffee dates and i remember i couldn't make it to one and so i just messaged you i was like darn i missed it but we should still hang out and then we did
0: get <laughs> coffee yes i
1: remember that it was in the university village starbucks yes. hey you guys won't know which one because there's like 15 starbucks in the university village but it's fine but seriously like there are great ways to build connections with other content creators or influencers maybe we could even do an episode about that we can do that because mm-hmm. i feel like there is a lot that goes into it and there's definitely like, yeah, don't, don't kind you you guys know we'll we'll have to talk about this different time but thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode if we haven't connected yet let's connect on instagram at mad cray at emma's edition and at content creatives podcast also join our facebook group we're like 200 plus strong
0: yes we have
1: so many and you guys if you are part of the facebook group already you saw that we actually held a poll for some merch that we're going to be selling soon so so
0: excited you guys woo so you get looped
1: into cool stuff like that so Highly recommend joining and we will see you guys next time. Bye.